People, the definition of hell is belting out tunes in a room full of people as stock videos of random couples strolling in the park play on a giant screen behind you. Thank you for having me, Joe, indeed. Oh, that's a, that was a fun thing. I don't know if that's... I tried to do only 15 seconds of each theme song. Um, but I thought, I mean, this is a podcast that we're doing, right? And this week's topic is about podcasting. So I thought, what better way to do the introductory music than to try to sample some of everyone's favorite podcast theme songs? So those theme songs came from Comedy Bang Bang, um, from the Earwolf Podcast Network, The Watch from the Ringer Podcast Network, The Weekly Planet from the Planet Broadcasting Podcast Network, Serial and Pop Culture Happy Hour from the NPR Podcast Network, WDW Radio from from Lou Mangiello's WDW Radio Podcast Network, and The Podcast with Joe Posnanski and Michael Schur from the Dan Lebitard Meadowlark Media Podcast Network. So Joe Posnanski, Mike Schur, Lou Mangiello, Aisha Harris, Linda Holmes... Sarah Koenig, uh, uh, Mr. Sunday Movies, Nick Mason, Andy Greenwald, Chris Ryan, and Scott Ackerman. Thank you very much. Um, I thought it would just be a wonderful way to have them bring in some of the greatest podcast music of all time as we talk about podcasting on this week's episode. Oh, I just thought it would be very cool. I kind of like that. It's kind of a cool way. I mean, maybe some people listening to this were like, wait a minute, I didn't mean to play Comedy Bang Bang, but then wait, there's plenty of more theme songs to come. So those are just some of my favorite podcasts from over the years. I didn't know if I felt like locking the gates or anything like that. Um, but this, is, this, is, uh, this week's episode is all about podcasting. That's right. You heard it correctly. We are talking about the top five tips for how to make a good podcast, how to build a good podcast, all that stuff. Obviously, I've always done this as a hobby and as a way to keep in touch with friends. But maybe some of you out there kind of are interesting, interested in making something out of this. Maybe you want to go a little bit further with it. Um, I know I have some friends who have reached out to me on how to upload podcasts before, and I've been more than happy to share my manifesto with them. If anybody else is out there who wants the manifesto, let me know. Um, and otherwise, I think there's some great tips ahead because not only is it me talking about podcasting advice, not that I'm qualified to give it or that anyone should need to take it, but I also have somebody who's much more qualified than I am joining me for this episode, and it is Pappy Malcolm, one of everyone's favorite um, recurring guests on the podcast, one of everyone's favorite podcast hosts in general, the host of the Spoilers podcast. Of course, I will link to the Spoilers podcast in the episode description. It is one of my favorite podcasts. There are lots of people out there um, who I might know personally, who I say their podcasts are great, and maybe I don't mean it, um, which is not true of you, Hector. Um, 
but it is definitely also not true of the Spoilers podcast because I actually do stay subscribed to them. Um, and they put out lots of good shows. I was just on most recently to talk about The Nightmare Before Christmas. So if you're wondering why um, I haven't done a Goodbye Mellow Brick Road episode in two weeks, well, it would be because I was not only on the Spoilers podcast talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I was also on Hector's podcast, Hector Servin, um, his post-park broadcast podcast, talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Um, so I wanted to give those podcasts their chance to be in the spotlight um, and to promote them, and because they're one of my, they're two of my favorite podcasts, and I just wanted people to take the time to celebrate them and not make it about uh, Goodbye Melbrick Road for that time. And then last week I was in Disney World, so very busy then. But we're back now. We got this one, and then we got a Christmas episode next week, Christmas special. Um, it's going to be great. I have a wonderful, wonderful, amazing guest lined up for that. I can't wait for it. But for now, let's focus on what we have in front of us. Um, making his fourth appearance on the podcast, it is Pappy Malcolm, somebody who's become like just a really awesome person to know um, over the in, over the internet. Um, he's great. I was just on his trivia um, as well. They did a trivia episode, and I was I was a phone a friend. Um, so if you want to listen to that as well, check it out. Um, it's a great trivia episode. Obviously, those guys have great chemistry together, but it was also just awesome to talk to Pappy Malcolm about how to make a good podcast, because if there's somebody who knows how to do that, it's definitely him. Like I said, links in the episode description for more on spoilers and all that Pappy is up to. Um, Pappy, you're welcome back anytime. You are, to me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead, I'm going to say you're the mayor of podcasting. Uh, the Pap Man. Pap, Pap Malk? The Pap, Pap Malk? I don't know. What do you ever want? Whatever you want. It's, uh, it's fine. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, over there at the Spoilers crew, over at Spoilers HQ, um, they're always doing great things. Check them out and be sure to listen to this episode. And then we'll be back next week for a Christmas episode, Christmas special 2022. And then we'll see you all in the new year as we begin the denouement, uh, very sad, the denouement of season four of Goodbye Mellow Brick Road. Um, but who knows? I think season five is going to have some interesting approaches to it that we'll talk about when we get there for now. Let's just savor the time we have with Pappy Malcolm because I sure savor it and I just love talking to the guy. He's a great one. Um, anyway, without further ado, check it out. Check out Pappy's podcast and here is top five tips for podcasting from me and Pappy Malcolm. Welcome back, everybody, to another great episode. This, I mean, I haven't heard it yet, it's, but I'm sure it'll be great because we've got podcast, podcast, podcast up the wazoo here. Um, I think it might be, I, you know, things get a little busy here and there. It's been a while since I've talked to the spoilers crew, but in, in my mind, uh, this is somebody who I think we all, uh, I don't know if we're quite there, but we've got to be nearing the five timers club with this one member of the spoilers podcast. Please welcome back to the show. Pappy Malcolm. Thank you for being here. Five times already, or, or close to it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love Goodbye Melbrick Road. One of my favorite podcasts. Such a kind intro. And yeah, I think we were just talking about this before you record. You were on the Taylor Swift episode of Spoilers. So if you like Dave, if you want to hear more Dave on a different podcast, check that out. I'm going to be referencing a lot of spoiler stuff today, I think, in this conversation. I'm so excited for that because Spoilers has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts in the past couple of years. Um, it's been, it's been an interesting journey. I feel like every now and then I can tell just from the title of an episode when it's, uh, somebody who subscribed to the Patreon has requested a movie. Cause it's like something that some of them I've never even heard of before. Um, yeah. <laughs> but right now as we're recording, I'm not sure this episode will be up before the series is over, but you're in the middle of a great Lord of the Rings series. It's been so delightful having this episode, Oh, I think I've heard three of them so far. They've come into the feed. It's been awesome. I literally just finished editing four right before you called. I oh. just exported it and uploaded it to our, our Google Drive. So, yeah, thank you. It's a lot of fun. Um, I can't believe how long we've been doing it. Josh posted in the thread the other day that it's been six years of wow. doing that podcast, which is a lot longer than I thought I would ever be doing one thing, let alone a, a fun, creative project with my friends. It is a cool thing. I feel like I, there's like such a large net of spoilers guests. Like you've got um, like the normal people who are there a lot, like Brett and 
and Josh, but then you have like like the superhero correspondent, and you've got your Disney yeah. correspondent. I feel like there's like a huge web of a, like a, a spoilers culture. It's awesome. It's it's a fun little. I'm not gonna use the word community because I feel like that's overused in like uh, online creator content stuff. But it's a fun group of friends. I consider them all friends. I consider you a friend, Dave, and we wouldn't have met. I was looking at our Twitter DMs too. It's just good to see another duck DMing me, <laughs> sliding into my DMs and the tweets. So it's yeah, I'm thankful for all the people I've gotten to meet through through doing this kind of stuff. Very lucky. I think that's what's great about the podcasting. Like, I just I just loved hearing things like The Ringer and um, Blank Check, all these different podcasts growing up. That when I was I was like, you know what? What if I just did one like as a hobby, like and just and it became more than just like a way to get thoughts out there but it's sort of like transformed into this way to keep in touch with a lot of people that i might not keep in touch with otherwise check in with them an excuse to talk to people it's really awesome Mm -hmm. and you know as a listener of many podcasts including yours it's it's fun because i know you in this case right so it's like i get to like kind of check in with you every time i listen to a goodbye (laughs) mellow brick road but then you also have like the the parasocial relationships (laughs) that you have with like a bill simmons right and it, it even though I don't think you know Bill Simmons, I don't know Bill Simmons, but I feel like I do, right? Because I've listened to hundreds of hours of him talking about things. And I feel like there's a lot of comfort in that for people, being able to hear a familiar voice. So hopefully this podcast will be one from someone, for someone, and uh, hopefully Spoilers Podcast is for, for some people too. It's a, it's a noble pursuit, Dave, making a, making a podcast. Absolutely. I mean, the Bill Simmons point is a great one. I've, this man's been in my life for... I mean, like, verbally, eight years. And I've heard him talk more than certain relatives of mine, if not most of the relatives of mine, which is <laughs> which is just an interesting experience. You can, like, take them on a flight with you. They can go across the world, car rides in the morning to work, any sort of thing like that. They just, they're with you way more than a lot of people in your life that you might consider that you love. Mm-hmm. There's a Disney podcast what is it uh, i forget what it's called i think it's um oh man what what is the name of that podcast hold on i'll try to look it up but I, I remember i was flying out of denver to i think it was like australia it, it may have been singapore but i just remember being a little bit nervous about the whole thing and like listening to this disney podcast and like now i can go back to that episode and it feels like i was you know I'm flying again. It, it, that, that moment is like, those two things are linked in my memory now, forever, flying to like Singapore and listening to this Disney pod, podcast, which I can't find. Um, do you have any favorite Disney podcasts? Speaking of podcasts, this whole thing's about podcasts. I do have lots of Disney ones. I love Lou Mangiello's WDW radio. Um he just goes through Disney World, does like resort reviews, live restaurant reviews, top 10 lists, stuff like that. Um, the BR Guest podcast, they do three episodes a week, which is pretty crazy. That's um, insane. The D23 official podcast is um, probably the most positive podcast I listen to, probably because they're not legally required. They're not legally allowed to dissent from the Disney opinion. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of good ones out there. Disney Vault Talk is mm. one that I like. Yeah, which is a good one. Um, yeah, it's like the same thing. I've listened to hundreds of hours of them talking. It feels like I know them. Um, but, you know, I've never met them in real life. But it's true, though. Like, I feel like if I don't often re-listen to podcasts, but when I, li- when I do, and it's like a really great one, I remember where I was the first time I heard it. It's like a sense memory. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, I, that's the beauty of the medium, too, right? Because YouTube videos are great. But there's still kind of this element that you need to be a little bit more actively engaged when you're watching them, mm. right? But like a podcast, you can be cleaning your house or driving your car or something. And it, it fills the time so well. Like I, I, sometimes I think I like need to like take a break from podcasts because like maybe I should have some quiet time because I've just <laughs> been having people talking in my ears for like eight hours today. But it's I, a good thing. It's never good to be alone with your thoughts. <laughs> True. Yeah. Avoid at all costs. Well, this is a, this has been a great intro to the topic today, which is something that I think has almost been in the works for probably a year. It's been on the spreadsheet, I think, for at least a year. But top five tips for, for people who want to podcast. Maybe they haven't started one yet. Maybe they're currently doing one and want to improve. 
I think this is great because we have two very different strategies where I literally just slap open the voice memos app and then upload whatever comes out. But you put, you and your team at Spoilers put in a lot of work to make a great podcast with editing, lots of clips. So I'm curious to learn so much more about podcasting through you in this episode. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I was I was happy when you brought up this topic. I had almost forgotten that I wanted to wanted to talk about it. And you know, to be fair, I'm not a professional. Actually, no, that's not true. I've done some. I've since done some professional editing work for a podcast uh, for a certain Northern Indiana University with historical football program um but yeah i've had that opportunity from starting spoilers but yeah you know spoilers is like we're in the top 10 charts or anything so this is just sort of my my view on it from what i've learned um and i especially geared my list to someone who might be like starting a podcast for the first time um so hopefully you don't have to make this not the same mistakes but hopefully i can just shed some wisdom on on the process that we've been through Absolutely, and it's not, it's not like everybody has access to a team, like a, a team of Earwolf producers or right. Ringer or what have you, or NPR. We don't all have that, but there's still ways to put out the podcast. It's like the Wild West out there. There's more podcasts than there are TV shows, which might sound crazy based on the amount of shows airing right now, but it's true, and there's a podcast mm-hmm. about anything that you could ever dream of. I listened to a, a Universal Orlando podcast. Who could have thought that that would exist? <laughs> It's so specific. It's so specific, yeah. Um, Well, my my first tip, that way we can end on you, is going to be coming in at number five, I think, in terms of importance, is to to throw in a little bit of music. This might Mm. seem basic or or kind of like duh, but if you go back and listen to the first, I'll say forty to fifty episodes of this podcast. There's no music whatsoever. I would just record, and then I would just upload the audio file that I got. But then I was like, what if we threw in a little bit of music? I don't really know how the Fair Use Act works, but I try not to go more than 30 seconds of an audio clip at the beginning of an episode. Just kind of ease into it. I don't have a theme song. Um, There's somebody out there who is debating writing one for the podcast, which would be neat, but I also don't want to copyright infringe Elton John. Um, (laughs) But there's tons, tons of topics on this podcast, at least, and there's plenty of opportunities to bring in music. Um, like when we did, I did a couple Taylor Swift episodes. Why not just play a little snippet of a Taylor Swift song? So that's my first tip: is to use the music. I think it makes it a little bit more than just people talking at you. That's that's a great tip. When we first started spoilers, we didn't re- we didn't have microphones. None of us knew how to edit. But I had the sense that having a good sounding theme song would be super important so we like scrounged together around like three hundred dollars and we paid a guy named josh who's in a band called the rutabaga which is they actually have some really cool music um on spotify but we just like sent him an email and he agreed to write the spoilers theme and we we gave him like me and julio down by the schoolyard as kind of like a guide (laughs) and then he sent over a couple drafts and made it but for a long time that was like the highest audio quality thing about spoilers was that like clip that he he sent over and it does make a big difference too you can cover up a lot of background noises or weird inhales or things like that with music and i think people are a little bit more scared of fair use than they need to be as long as you're transforming the medium and not provide not acting as a market substitute meaning that you know you can't just listen to this Taylor Swift song um, on its own, and especially if you're doing commentary. You're good. So I would say, yeah, use YouTube to MP3 converters. Use um, we're just recording your system sounds. There's a lot of different options for grabbing music, but it makes a big difference in terms of quality. That's really it's really true, and it's also cool about the about your theme song because I've always loved the spoilers theme song, and you use it so well in the intro with the little like the first spoiler slash joke type thing before you get into the intros. I've always loved it. So that's really cool to learn. Definitely Paul Simon vibes as well. Mm-hmm. I do. Love, it's a catchy song, actually. We got really lucky um, with that. Uh, so my number five, it's kind of similar to things that you had talked about. This was that. This actually isn't my advice, but this is advice that I heard 
right before I started spoilers. And it's a little bit more cynically phrased than I like, but I think the underlying message is good. And it's, you can't count on anyone else to make your podcast. And by that, I mean, if you're starting a podcast, ultimately you're going to have to know how to do everything. And there's different ways to do things, right? There's programs online that can make a podcast automatically, like Anchor. You can do like Spoilers does, where we record our individual tracks and edit them together. You can do what Dave does with the the voice memo app. But to be a podcast, you're going to have to have someone who knows how to record, put in the music or whatever, and upload to whatever hosting site that you're doing, knows how to title the episode, knows how to add the image art. You're going to run into problems if you have a group of like three to four people and you have some sort of like assembly line production because people, things come up in people's lives, right? So if you want to start a podcast, you have to be somewhat self-reliant. And it doesn't mean, you know, you don't have guests or, or anything like that, but, but you need to know the nuts and bolts of how to get the conversation recorded and then shared on the internet. It's a very, it seems obvious, Dave, but it's very important to do that and you've done that here like i'm sure you know like it's just you even though you have a lot of guests at the end of the day you're the one who's doing everything oh absolutely i mean just from going from voice memos to archive.org to putting it into like a wordpress to make sure the url or the rss is correct and getting that onto the right websites it's all sorts of steps i'd like how you guys do it where like you'll have a lot of the same people on there's at least some sort of base to it um and you each will like defer on who is running a certain episode, but it's true. I, I have I have a different guest on with every episode, so it's always finding out the best way and timing to upload those episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like I think I mentioned a couple things abstractly, but there's a website called Anchor, which is actually really good. Um, you can record on there, and when we've started sort of spinoff feeds for like the Lord of the Rings, that's what we use, and it's it's super quick. And easy, but it, like podcasts, there's a million different podcast services. So look around; you should be able to find a free one. Um, that's relatively that's relatively easy to use and get you started on your journey. Absolutely, that's it's great advice. Um, you know, use the tools that are out there. Don't have to go from scratch. Um, my number four is going to be in a little bit of a different direction, but it's going to be uh, to make sure you vet certain things if you're trying to go to the next level my i don't remember how many people are have been listening to the show since i was on a different network but i used to be on a network that i won't i won't name the network um just for the sake of not trying to instigate anything but the network was run by somebody who told me that i had thousands of listeners and i was like that's probably not true because um (laughs) because i don't i don't nobody ever talks to me or knows that this exists. Um, but he claimed that I did, and he claimed that to um, advertisers as well. And then they offered to advertise for the podcast based on that, or at least, at the mm. very least, he told me they did and gave me ad copy to read and would send me haphazard amounts of money at various inconsistent timelines. And eventually got to the point where I did a little bit more vetting found out that this guy was bad news bears and cut my ties from him completely before I went down with a sinking ship. And Good. even since then, there's been a couple guests on the podcast now who um, maybe won't be coming back on the podcast just because I helped promote something that they wanted me to promote. And then that thing also ended up being some sort of scam opportunity. And Whoa. and now I'm like, I have this one episode waiting for season four with a guest on that I, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to put a disclaimer in front of that one because it's just, uh, I want to make sure people don't I, don't, I don't want money to be moving around here. I don't do this for money. I just like the hobby element of it. But I, if people are going to put money into it, make sure that you are careful and you know what you're doing. I fortunately myself have not been scammed, but I think there's been some sort of orbit around me where that kind of thing may have been happening. So be careful and do your research as well if you decide to team up or promote something or anything of that ilk that bridges really well between my number five and number four because uh, it kind of ties back to yeah you're going to get a lot from being a part of a podcast network but 
never, like I said, never pay money to someone for that. Um, you know, spoilers, we have the Patreon. We're still deeply, deeply, deeply in, in the red, like historically, just from like hosting fees alone, not counting like movies or anything. And we we're very careful about that too. If there would ever be a time where spoilers would take a hiatus, I'm sure we would shut down the Patreon. But money does complicate things quite a bit. And it's good of you that you did your your research. You didn't want to be a part of fraud or something <laughs> along those lines, which it sounds like that's what was happening. Uh, the reason that ties in so well to my number four is it depends. You have to know what you want, right? So my number four tip is don't get burnout. Um, and I listened to, especially when I was in my 20s, I think I listened to more podcasts than like 99.999% of people. Like, And just in terms of like breadth of different podcasts. And I loved like small podcasts, like individual creators, shows with tiny audiences. But one thing that you'll see a lot is that they will start with this release schedule where they're trying to put it out an episode every week. And it slowly but surely deteriorates the morale of the podcast team <laughs> or host. And then it becomes once every two weeks. And then it becomes once a month. And then it becomes three last year. And they this little like pod fade out where the, like, they've totally lost momentum. Um, if you don't necessarily want this to be your job or to get paid from it, I would say don't commit to any kind of regular uploads. Spoilers has always just been, we'll get the episodes out as quickly as we possibly can. And anything more than that, you're going you're gonna to start to feel the burnout. But that said, if you do want this to be a job or a viable income source or you're like really trying to build a community, then you do have to have a regular upload schedule and stick to it and communicate with your audience when that's changing. Um, so it's two different approaches, but, but don't be like the podcast who put out 52 episodes in the first year, 20 in the second year, and then aren't around. Like that's not how you get a long, a long time, um, deep connection with your audience. You know, take your time, make sure you're having fun. That's a great, that's a great piece of advice. It's something that I probably needed to hear as well, because it's been over a year since the last episode of Goodbye Mellowbrook Road. Um, it just, you know, and especially for people who aren't going to make this into their living, life will get in the way. That's what's happened to me the past year. There was a time where I, it was like five months and I made it, managed to record one episode in that time. And I was like, damn, this is going to be a little bit longer than I was anticipating. Um, but if you're flexible with it and, you know, you just, and it's not that important to you to be a professional podcaster, then it's all good. And I, I do like the spoilers approach where sometimes it'll be like two and a half weeks and there won't be any update from the feed. And then every now and then there's a week where there's like a Monday, a Thursday and a Sunday episode. And I'm like, wow, here we go. Spoilers. Here we go. <laughs> Lots of spoilers. Um, and then that works for you guys and it makes it so it is always the quality product of people who want to be there, not people who feel like they have to be there and aren't even being properly compensated for it if that's what they were looking for in the first place so that's great advice the pod feed is, or the pod fade is sad like i don't know yeah. if you've ever had a podcast where it's like they just kind of stop making it yeah and you you always wonder like what happened and that hurts <laughs> that's what happened with the disney vault talk one they just stopped making them and, and they never finished their list of disney movies and it drives me crazy like I, <laughs> I so badly want them to come back and just do uh meet the robinsons they can finish everything out but anything has got a little bit burnt out on it it does suck i mean my the app i use to listen is overcast um and they they've updated the app now so there's three different tabs there's episodes you haven't listened to yet podcasts that you have listened to and then the third one is the dreaded uh podcasts that are inactive and i have five oh. on there um two are from people who are friends of mine that just gave up on podcasting. One of them is mine, and I'm like, oh, so sorry. And the other one um, is Adam Scott and Scott Ackerman's Are You Talking You Too to Me, which is a more understandable because they're famous people uh, with lives and careers. But it is, you know, it is sad when something that you love to listen to goes there. I haven't really experienced it too much yet where a beloved podcast has come to an end. There's been a couple series finales, but they did have like resolution to them at least. I dread the day there's an abrupt, like, no more, there's not going to be any more uh, NPR in your life. It's gone now. All right. 
Yeah, that would be catastrophic if that happened. But I think, like, like with Goodbye Mel Brick Road too. Uh, I don't know if everybody's like this, but like with that kind of media, YouTube podcasts, I'm very sporadic and streaky in my consuming. Right, where I'll listen to like ten episodes of Therapy Gecko in a week, and then I'll like not listen for a while, then come back to it. So I think the kind of like annual seasons that you have, I mean, it's something that people can get excited for, right? But as long as you just keep moving forward, however slowly you can over the course of time, that's what's important. But don't burn yourself out. Absolutely. I'm coming up on a hundred episodes of this. It's going to be great. Um, And it's interesting. Like, I think it's crazy that people are able, like, what a crazy medium that like, I mean, take the watch with Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan, for example, over on the ringer. They do two episodes a week, every week, for the whole year, and it's free. Like, isn't that just crazy? That's wild to me. Like, insane. It's so, yeah. and like, Better Call Saul took four years to do ten episodes, and you have to subscribe to AMC Plus to listen to it. And then, but <laughs> podcasts are just evergreen. They never stop coming. It's insane. But again, if you're trying to start a podcast as, like, an amateur or a hobby, don't be intimidated by that, too, right? It's okay. Yeah. Your audience will come and they'll be forgiving and they they get it. They, they know that you're a real person with real stuff. So don't don't be discouraged by the content output of the ringer or yeah. something like that. Do Absolutely. You, you can't compare yourself to a machine that is built to create podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think does that bring to number three now? Number three. Number three. My number three um piece of advice that I've got here is, you know, I think the, the first couple entries we've had have been open, forgiving, thoughtful, heartfelt ones. But I'm also going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull back a little bit and say, you've got to know yourself. Um, mm. Like, cause there's just to use an example, there's a podcast I love and listen to religiously called the pause cast. And it's hosted by Joe Posnanski and Michael Schur. And the two of them just talk about absolutely nothing and they always joke like, oh, why would anybody listen to this or anybody who cares is, is still listening and everyone who doesn't has already tuned out by now and they just talk about meaningless nonsense for an hour and I enjoy it immensely. But that's the reason I enjoy it is because one of them is the greatest baseball writer we have today and the other one is the creator of Parks and Rec and The Good Place and a very funny writer for The Office and all these sorts of things. That's what makes it interesting. And you've got to be able to know yourself to think like maybe people wouldn't necessarily be as interested in listening to me just talk off the top of my head about meaningless nonsense for an hour. You might be good at that. And that can be a good way to build a specific kind of podcast. And it works for some people. I mean, over on Podcast The Ride, this theme park podcast with three comedians, they just kind of talk off the top of their heads, but they're interesting and funny people. And you could be somebody who's interesting and funny and that can work for you, but maybe your skills in podcasting are a little bit in a different uh, window and you need to have guests on to build that up and make it more interesting and maybe monologues for an hour aren't your thing. And that's okay if they're not your thing. There's different types of podcasts. You know, it's there's many subsets within the industry. Just find what works for you and don't always feel like you need to re- recreate the podcast that you love because you might not be suited to it. That's so funny. That's so similar to my number three. Um, but yeah, I, I would say make sure that you're um, listening, especially in the beginning, to your own podcast. And I know that's a lot of the hang-up for people is hearing their own voice or you don't want to seem narcissistic by listening to your own podcast, uh, which I get. But at the same time, if you're just putting them out in the ether... And you're not going back and like seeing from a whole process perspective, from recording to uploading to editing, if you do that, to the music. If you're not seeing what's working and what's not working, you might just keep making the same mistake over and over again. And, you know, if you put yourself out there, there is a chance they got to get some bad reviews. And Spoilers has gotten some some bad reviews or some mean emails or some some not so nice Facebook comments. But for every one of those, we get way more nice ones. And even though I don't let it bother me, I do try and at least hear what they have to say. A lot of times I disagree, but at the same time, like if you're getting feedback, it's so hard to get constructive feedback. And, and 
it's not fair to put the people that you love in a position to give that constructive feedback, right? You can't expect your mom to say, you know, it was really hard to hear you during the 30 minute mark. Like your audio (laughs) editing kind of sucks. Like the people you love are just going to be like, Oh no, it's a good show. So you have to be your own toughest critic in a lot of circumstances with this kind of stuff. Absolutely. I mean, that's another, that's another good part of knowing yourself. Like, be honest with it because if you try to hide around it or justify something that isn't working and you know that deep down but you just don't want to put in the effort to fix what's not working then it's never it's just going to keep getting worse it'll keep compounding itself mm-hmm. and it's like i said it's very similar to my number three which was it's kind of a three-parter but it's try and do something new and that can be via you injecting your own personality but it should also be listening to other podcast i think you hit the nail on the head when you said don't try and recreate your favorite show if you're making something that you want people to listen to there's an opportunity cost to them listening to your podcast right if they're listening to goodbye mel brick road they can't listen to Corey's big dumb movie or the ringer or you know therapy gecko so you kind of owe it to them to bring some kind of unique format or insight or um content to them and and like i said that can be sort of who you are as a person like i think that's what one of my favorite things about goodbye mel brick road is dave is that you are the consistent through line but there's such a positive vibe that you off put and and talking to your friends like i said it feels like i know you when i listen to the show or know you better than i than i do um but you don't want to just take uh, the rewatchables and remake that, right? And spoilers was actually came up before the rewatchables, <laughs> but that's not what we were trying to trying to do. We tried we tried to have a different kind of format where there's not one host. Everybody who's a part of the show is a host, and then like within the episodes, we we did every best picture ranked, which I don't think had ever been done on a podcast before. Every Disney movie ranked. Um, We've talked about doing a every A twenty four movie in one <laughs> podcast. So yes. it's a it's a lot of work. But again, think about it from the audience's perspective. You're asking them to spend time with you, so you do owe it to them to try and do something new or different or or fresh. Absolutely, and I think that comes across in in just as an example, the spoilers social media presence as well, like. <laughs> a lot of podcasts that I follow on, say, Instagram or Twitter will just post, like, the episode. Maybe they'll post, like, a poll that goes along with it if you if they want to get some audience interaction. But spoilers, I mean, I think my favorite Instagram story to look at every day is the spoilers Instagram story. There's always, like, just very specific and niche memes or images of actors that showcase them in the ways that spoilers likes to celebrate them, especially when it's people like... Adam Sandler or Adam Driver or pick your Adam, you know, uh, and I think that comes across there too, where even the social media presence of spoilers is just doing something a little different. Yeah, I'm not a social media expert. I did take a social media marketing class in college, though, and I, and I always thought, why would I subscribe to a Twitter or follow a Twitter feed or um, friend an Instagram account that's only going to be like promoting their stuff right so even there it's like you want to give something to the audience and every once in a while that can be an avenue for promoting your things but but just remember you know it's people are looking for entertainment right not to be sold to on those things so yeah do your best for your audience absolutely that's a great we've got the segues for galore here my that's a great segue into my number two because my number two is similar to do something different. It's also, don't be afraid to do something different within your own podcast. Um, Mm. For example, um, the first three seasons of Goodbye Mellowbrook Road were all top five lists. Every episode was a top five list, whether that was Marvel characters or types of chairs or what have you. It was all top fives. But season four is switching it up a little bit. I was... I wasn't getting tired of the top five list necessarily, but I thought there was an opportunity to do all sorts of fun thought exercises or activities with people that would just shake it up a little bit, keep things just a little bit fresh. So there are still top five lists as part of it, as evidenced 
by this episode, but another episode, I don't know what order these are going to come out in, but another episode that you've been on for season four, we did a draft of Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Um, there's been a draft. There's been, I did a tournament bracket with an episode. Um, I'm going to try to do like a, a build a, build an ideal movie cast type episode. There's all sorts of different ideas that I found within the top five thing where you can still make your list, but they're being showcased in a different way. So don't be afraid to shake up your format too. If you want to add some new things or try to make a new avenue towards a fun podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think they can even extend to like even more core parts of the podcast, right? Because if you listen to the early spoilers, yeah, we did have the, the theme song and when the people come on, but we didn't have any clips from the movies. And then Josh joined the podcast and he had a little bit more editing experience. And so he started to bring that into the format. And now we have a whole um, guy named Spoiler Man who we pay uh, he's just a fiber guy. We pay him five dollars a time to do a voice read of uh, different um, different people who support the podcast or how to contact us and that kind of stuff. And now Spoiler Man's kind of a a meme a character of the podcast himself, right? So build those inside jokes and don't be afraid to keep evolving. I think that's what it comes down to, right? You you have to evolve, keep getting better. And do things that sound fun to you, too, because that's going to keep you more invested in it, right? Rather than trying to crank out the same, you know, 45-minute podcast every week. Do something a little bit different. Absolutely. That's that's what it's all about, you know? you never. I, I think my favorite thing is never knowing what the podcast is that I'm about to listen to. And even when it comes in, like, sometimes when it comes into the feed, I get a little notification and when it said Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, one of seven, I was like, oh, let's go. We're back. I didn't even know this was coming. It was so exciting. <laughs> a little bit late, but they are coming. Uh, like I said, four just got done. And yeah, the, the whole format of doing, like I said, we've talked about dozens of movies in one episode, and now we're doing seven episodes on one movie. And it just, yeah, it keeps it fun. Um, and like I said, I mentioned Josh. This That dovetails into my number two a little bit it's a it's a two-parter three was a three-parter this is a two-parter it's involve people that you love but also make new friends with podcasting and that's what i found especially with um smaller podcast creators is like people are very receptive to going on each other's shows um listening to each other's shows being guests i i always get a little bit nervous before i go on somebody else's podcast but it's a good kind of nervousness and it's a great way to meet people uh cory from our podcast we, we've never met in person um he started as a listener then he started a podcast so we invited him on spoilers and then now he's a full-time member and i talked to Corey, you know as much as i talk to virtually anybody in my life and, and it's all because of of spoilers so that's been one of the coolest things that i think i'll, I'll always remember from spoilers are the new friends like you like Corey. uh film Dylan that, that I've made. But I, I think it does come through with what you do and, and what spoilers does. We have this in common where we try and involve people that we know or love or our friends. And I think that makes a big difference. When you're talking to a complete stranger, the, the discussion can get a little bit stilted or formal or both people are going to be a little bit nervous. So it's not going to feel like an organic conversation. People love to see love people love to hear love so people will love to hear two really good friends talking and it kind of lets them in on the friendship so definitely involve as many of your friends who want to get involved have guests on as much as possible and reach out to strangers you never know right um don't be afraid to ask bill simmons on goodbye Melbourne <laughs> road dave you never know you never know i will I will try to get him right when the Celtics win a game. That seems like when he'll be at his most open and emotionally <laughs> happy. Um, yeah. That's a great tip, though. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where it's not like I've figured out a formula for the podcast, but every time I start planning out a new season or a new batch of episodes, I always write down, like, all right, what's Ryan Foley going to do? What's what's Zev going to do? What's Pappy Malcolm going to go on? I'll like make a spreadsheet yeah. of all the people who I like to have on at least once per season, if not more than once. Um, and then I'll just put their names in, reach out, see if they have a topic in mind, maybe come up with one for them if they don't. And it's gotten to that point now where there's like this revolving crew and it's 
and I'm certainly open to adding people. We've got, I think, looking at my spreadsheet here, three or four people who are going to be on for the first time with season four, which is exciting. And after that advice, you know, I think I might actually reach out to a couple of people and who run some not quite Bill Simmons level podcasts, but some podcasts that I think could be accessible opportunities to bring on people who I'm not necessarily friends or family with, but could bring in a, a new kind of vibe, which is a very exciting idea. And I see, see listeners, all 10 of you, I'm getting advice too. <laughs> this is exciting. And it, it's uh, just to give a fully honest conversation. And I like that I can talk about some spoilers tea here on a different podcast, <laughs> but it's worth like 80% of the time. Um, I can think of at least twice, both early on, uh, the episodes were Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and um, Blair Witch Project, where we had a guest on. We had no prior relationship with these people, and it was intensely awkward. It was one of the <laughs> most uncomfortable, like, 45 minutes of my life uh, in both cases. Um, and it was a bitch to edit. It was, it was so much work, uh, a lot of music, I think, in those episodes. But... At the same time, I don't regret it in any way. And now it's something we look back on and joke. So, you know, if you have a guest on and it doesn't go well, it's not the end of the world. You know, cut up the episode as much as you can edit it. If that's something that you do, put it out there and then bury it underneath another podcast <laughs> and keep keep moving forward. Um, but I, yeah, like I said, no regrets. I, I love the friends that I've made from doing podcasting. Very thankful. That's awesome. And I love hearing behind the scenes details of the spoilers podcast it's very cool um heading into the number one here this one mm. this one might also seem like an obvious one but I, I don't think it can i don't think it can hurt to stress it again um make sure to back up your recordings um oh yeah i have a whole folder on my phone of every recording but i also email the recordings to myself and i upload them to a google drive folder so there's three different places I can find these recordings if I need them, or if something goes wrong, phone dies, somehow a Google account gets deleted. I don't know if that's even a possibility, but just in case, it would still be on the phone. Um, it's It's been, I'm, I'm glad I have it. It's good for the peace of mind, but it's also, you know, I think almost 100 episodes or over 100 now, uh, wherever we are at in the season when you're listening to this. Um, it's only happened once where I've lost it, but it was such a great podcast with Dustin Beach. We talked about our favorite cereals for over an hour and a half, and it was excellent and lots of good stuff, and the recording was just lost and gone forever, and that's going to be the infamous lost podcast in the history of this show. It's going to always be haunting me. I'll think about it on my deathbed, so make sure that you back up your recordings. You don't want to lose them. It would be so heartbreaking. And then, I mean, maybe if you're like me, I feel I would feel so guilty reaching back out to that person and saying, yo, we, I lost it. Do we double up or do we just move on with our lives? Um, I would just, just about die if I had to do that, especially if it was somebody I'm reaching out to who I'm not super friendly with. So make sure you, you know, you protect your recording, keep it where it needs to be, keep it safe. Yeah, Spores hasn't had a lost episode in three or four years now, but I would almost say that if you're an amateur starting a podcast as a hobby, you're going to lose a recording at some point. <laughs> it's just going to happen, and it, you have to push through that adversity. Um, Spoilers did try and double up once early on. I think it was the No Country for Old Men podcast. And it's just it just doesn't work. It's just not the same. The energy's not the same. The jokes aren't as good. It's I, I never I think after that podcast I vowed that we're never doing that again. If an episode's <laughs> lost, it's just lost. But we record the Skype call and we have everyone record individually. And I can't even tell you how many times we've had to go to the Skype call because something happened with someone's export or they didn't hit record or something was wrong with their microphone. So back up as much as possible. And when the day does come that you lose an episode, try and push through it. Like, did you did you end up doubling up on the serial episode, or what do you think you're gonna gonna do with that? He he said that. Um, I asked him. I said, "Do you want to go back to this?" And he said, "That that is a once. What did he call? It? He called it a once in a lifetime 
um, session, and it's a privileged podcast for only us to hear, I think, which was code <laughs> for I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. Like I said, it's never as good the second time. But, like, the technical stuff does come into play. Like, you have to know how to be able to record a Skype call or, like I said, record locally and all that good stuff. So it's worth it to just to see what others have done or other solutions that, that other people have done. We use a program called Audio Hijack to record, and then we usually just hit the record button as well on the Skype call. So we have like three layers of defense, which is the only way that we've been able to avoid lost episodes all this time. Um, and that ties into my number one pretty well. Uh, and it might be obvious, but my advice is to just start making it. And the reason for that is, is that there will be unforeseen adversity and decisions to make that you can't even anticipate when you're just conceptually talking about making a podcast. And I know that there's like memes about everybody has a podcast, there's a million podcasts, but for every podcast that does exist, there's 20 million that have been a bunch of dudes sitting around being like, oh man, we're funny. We should start a podcast. And that's as far as it ever goes. Right. So like the early episodes of spoilers are bad. I mean, they're just straight up unlistenable to the extent where we've talked about taking them down. And I think the only reason that we don't is that we've had a lot of people reach out to us and be like, it's cool to see the progression of the podcast and how much better the audio quality has gotten over the years. So I guess we just kind of leave them up at this point for like, inspiration I guess to other people but I, I physically can't go back and listen to them but it's one of those activities like riding a bike or writing um, where you can only get better by doing the act right and that kind of ties back into some other things that we've talked about is just make the podcast see what went well and didn't go well and keep chugging make episode two and Honestly, I think it took to about, I always say that um, point break is where spoilers turn a corner, but I think that was episode like 150 of the podcast. Wow. And it took a really long time to get to the point where I was like, this actually sounds pretty good. Like, I actually think I would listen to this if I didn't, if I didn't make it. So be patient with yourself. It's okay if the first few episodes suck, but that's the only way to practice you know the art of conversing on a podcast editing you know you're gonna find problems that you didn't even know were gonna happen right and the only way to learn is to do in this case that's awesome advice absolutely i mean and yeah like 150 wow i mean and there maybe you never know maybe there will be yet another evolution to come for spoilers that will take it even more to the next level there's it's an unpredictable it's an unpredictable journey to be on with the podcasting but that is that's very excellent advice i think um and i hope you do keep those episodes up and just keep it as part of the history of the show i mean that's what i've done with all the episodes i mean there's been people on the show now who are no longer in my life and at one point they were very big parts of my life but i just keep them up there as like this archive of what it used to be these little time capsules Maybe it doesn't mean as much to the listeners and they don't care because they don't know these people. So it's not like they left their lives, but it's an interesting time capsule to return to over and over again. And that's the, the beauty of doing this. Part of it is that I think, you know, someday spoilers will probably end and hopefully I'm alive for a long time after that. And there might be a day where I go back and like listen to something that I recorded 20, 30 35 years ago right and that's going to be a really nice day for me and if you host your podcast in places like youtube where you don't necessarily you're, you aren't um beholden to some kind of like subscription fee to host it there i don't think the stuff on youtube's ever going away like youtube is this ginormous database um and podcasts as well let's like spotify you know but they're going to be there forever. And it's pretty crazy how many plays some of those old episodes do get. You know, it's like things that I said four years ago, people are listening to now and in 2022. And if they stay up there, there's no reason to think that 
10, 15 years from now, people won't be listening to this exact conversation, Dave, about how to start their podcast, which is transmitted via, via Neuralink <laughs> in their head or whatever, you know, but put it out there, leave them out there. And yeah, it's something I, I look forward to that day, to be honest, like even three years from now, going back and listening to this conversation, I think it's going to be fun. Um, and if you're doing it with people that you love, you have their voice saved too, right? So for whatever reason, if they're not in your life anymore, you can always go back and revisit them. And that's a very special thing to have. Wow. That got, like, that got, I mean, I was just picturing like this, this like 70 year old Pappy Malcolm in a cardigan with a, <laughs> with a pipe in his recliner, like Edgar Allan Poe, like an Edgar Allan Poe character. And it's, I mean, that's an, it's an emotional idea to think about that. I mean, I certainly would be sad to see the end of spoilers, but the idea of being able to go back to this time and hear you talk with your friends at a certain age and a certain time in your life, that is a very cool thing that honestly I hadn't really considered before. I just usually think about it with like, well, one day Bill Simmons will be dead and that will be no more Bill Simmons podcasts. And it's weird to think about because it's not, it's, it's a lot more intimate than saying like, oh, Michael K. Williams died, and that's sad because he was on The Wire, but it's not like The Wire is as much a part of somebody's life as three Bill Simmons a week are every year, every week for every year. And it is an interesting thing to think about, these ends of podcasts that one day will arrive, but you're right, the idea of being able to go back and listen to an episode with a very dear friend, no matter which one it is, that's a cool idea and a cool thing to look forward to, and just a very special thing to be able to have and to be able to maybe even give to other people who want to hear that too. If it's, if they're the ones on the show or if they, even if they're just the ones listening or maybe they know the people on the episode and want to hear two friends of theirs talk, even if they're not necessarily part of it. That's a very cool concept. Mm-hmm. The stuff on the internet, it's probably going to be there forever, right? We all heard that growing up. Um, I would say a quick bonus one, a bonus tip too, is if you can, you know, make your podcast, as evergreen as possible. Cause I think about that sometimes with Bill Simmons or Dan Patrick, um, pardon the interruption, which I've talked about here on this podcast before, but it's, it's kind of sad because I don't, I can't envision a scenario where I'd ever want to go back and listen to the sports talk of the day because it is so dependent on current events and evolving situations. But something like, what you do, you know, these top five lists or what we do as spoilers where it's a movie review, they really are evergreen. And I think that someone can enjoy an episode of Goodbye Mel Brick Road in 2022 just as much as they can enjoy it in 2052. And there's no reason to think that as long as it's out there somewhere, someone will find it and give it a listen. And that's, you're making something that's bigger than yourself. Um, not to get too self-aggrandizing but yeah you're putting something out there that might in some way be your most impactful thing that you do for strangers in this world right you know a lot of people only know me as pappy the person with the the podcast and that's how i live in their their brain but it's it's a really special privilege to be able to to do that it's just it's a fun hobby man i love podcasting it's so great that's what i always tell people like when they're like do you like i don't know what questions you get but I feel like the number one question I get is, do you make money from it? And I'm always like, no, not really. But it's that's not why I do it. I do it because I love it. Absolutely. It is. I mean, just this conversation has woken me up to all the best parts of it. Um, and, a lot, I, and yeah, a lot of what you said is just true. I think that's what separates podcasts from from radio. Like you could call it radio on demand, which is like almost 100% true. But there is that extra step where it's not just about the daily news topics or sports debates or what have you, there is a way for like, if you just turned on the radio, you wouldn't be hearing about the top five Pixar movies or a review of a Lord of the Rings movie from almost 20 years ago. But in podcasting, you can get that sort of thing. And it's very special to have that. It's like, it's taken the form of radio and brought it to a much stronger and a lot cooler place. Mm -hmm. It's a good hobby. Like I said, in, Sometimes I feel bad calling it like a creative hobby because at the end of the day, we're just kind of shitting on art <laughs> that other people made <laughs> spoilers. But I, I do feel like, you know, the way that I fade up music or fade down 
music or what clips to add, like all that kind of stuff. I, I enjoy that creative aspect of it as well to the point where it's like I used to love to play video games, but now I just feel like it's kind of a I love video games still, but I after I'm done playing a video game, I always kind of get this feeling of, man, I just wasted two and a half hours on building this imaginary zoo in the computer that no one can see versus like I just spent two and a half hours editing a podcast. Now, you know, hundreds of people are going to listen to it. That That is a very rewarding feeling. Absolutely. And no matter what podcast idea or topic you decide to pursue i think it's you owe it to yourself to see it through even if it doesn't work at least try it try again try a different one or if it does work keep going with it you found something that works that's that's a rare and special thing also audio quality matters (laughs) just another tip i would say like it really does it really does matter I, i dave i physically can't listen to like the first hundred episodes of spoilers my skin like crawls it's gonna have to be another 50 years before (laughs) pappy pappy gets his pipe and busts those out i mean i i still use the microphone from this 2015 chromebook and have never bought a microphone that it's probably 30 dollars and would increase the quality of the podcast by about like 200 percent um one step at a time (laughs) i like goodbye mail brick road i wasn't talking about you i promise it's it's uh it's definitely like I mean I know what you mean like this at least I think this podcast is listenable but there are people out there it's literally like it's like Bane talking to a guy who's like doing construction down <laughs> yeah. in a New York City sewer underwater somehow too it's like what, <laughs> what is happening um, but it is true like if you want to if you like I think if I ever tried to do this professionally I would buy that microphone so if you want to go to that next level just make the investment it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, you can get a pretty cheap, decent microphone that'll do a lot. But at, at a minimum, just don't vacuum the carpet while you're trying to have a conversation with someone that you expect other people to listen to. Right? Do the do the best that you can. Like record outside of the wind tunnel. <laughs> there, Give that a try. There is one podcast that I did where Pete Peterson was doing dishes during the middle of it. I was like, Pete. <laughs> I think I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that one. I, was, I just heard like I was like, is that water running? And I was, just I was I was livid. I was like, what are you what are you doing, Pete? I don't understand. Dude, you. Brett made popcorn during one once. <laughs> we were all just like, what the hell are you doing? Like that's the loudest thing you could possibly make. Even if the microphone wasn't beeping, the sound of popcorn <laughs> couldn't be louder. <laughs> that is um I have a plan to do a podcast about top five Disney resorts, and re- the plan is to record it in a Disney resort, and and we're going to see how that ends up going with the audio. <laughs> it's like a Florida project oh, uh, yeah. of podcasts. Like <laughs> We've got to get Willem Dafoe on. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here and talking not only about the best advice for podcasting, but podcasting in general. It was I think that was a great conversation. Dave, it's always an honor and a privilege to be on Goodbye Malbrook Road. Anytime you want me to make a list or do a thought experiment, I am 100% down. I love this podcast. So glad that we've met virtually on the internet. Um, and we got to get you back on spoilers relatively soon. I'm thinking about picking um, Moana oh. as a next upcoming pick. I think you'd be the perfect, perfect guest. One that. of the best movies ever made. Agreed. That would be awesome. It's always an honor to be on spoilers. I mean, that's it's it's like being invited into a a world where like usually it's just me in my in my classroom during my prep period listening, but suddenly to be in that world, it's like being immersed, transported, whatever verb you want to go for. It's a great experience and you all do a great job over there. You put a lot of care into it. It's just exceptional work. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Spoilers with an explanation point if you're curious. Yes, please subscribe to it. There will be a link as well in the episode description here. Check out the Patreon too. I mean, can't go wrong with that. Um, just overall, a great time to be listening to spoilers. You can now listen to the complete Lord of the Rings series. It's going to be great. Maybe The Hobbit, is that coming up? <laughs> we talk about that on Chapter 4. I would say we have a split camp on whether people <laughs> want to do The Hobbit or not. But... I will also say, um, if this episode inspired you to make a podcast, 
let Dave know. Let and Dave let me know, and we'll try and get that person on spoilers at some point too. Do let us know if this inspired you to to start recording. Yes. That would be great. Absolutely. If if any if there's any chance of that happening, you've got to let us know. I mean, that would be amazing. You can come on this show too. It'll be a crossover event. It'll be like the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. It'll be great. The most ambitious crossover of all time. <laughs> Step aside, Marvel. Yeah, they they can't like. Good luck trying to bring Moon Knight in with the Eternals. Nah, this <laughs> this would be more ambitious than that. I love the spoilers. Goodbye, Mel Brick Road Podcast. We gotta do this as much as possible. Absolutely. Thank you again. Thanks, Dave.